Welcome to BingeWatchPodcast.com, where we, just like you, love to find a show on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, iTunes, or wherever, and watch it as fast as we can. Music is provided by Fallen to Flux, off of their album, From the Outside Looking In. Red, green, colorblind. <laughs> They're so tiny. Oh, right. But as you start recording, I was like, I don't know. Is it recording? So we had to tear up the assistant podcast contract that we had signed. So uh, we are recording. Cool. So let, let's go. Um, so this is uh, bingewatchpodcast.com. It's our first podcast. Um, on the show, we have Paul, hey. Ginger, Hello. and Ron. Hello. Hello. And uh, we're just going to talk about TV shows that we like, um, whether we watch them live, DVR them, Netflix. Amazon, Hulu, um, what are the other ones? Ruko, uh, BitTorrent, however you watch them. So I'm going to start off with a, a show that Ron and I talked about. I think it was us. Um, maybe nine months ago, you recommended it to me. I said I had already watched the first episode and was sort of kind of impressed, but it reminded me of a lot of some other shows that I Thought we were going to be good, but weren't good. So I, I kind of backed away from it, which was uh, Orphan Black. Oh, ah, yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So I've seen the first episode of it. I, I liked it. Yeah, the first episode, I'll say it's intriguing, but it didn't hook me. I mean, it was literally right. nine mm-hmm. months before I came back and, and started to, to rewatch it. Well, that's the setup, though. A lot of times, you know, the I first... I that way about the, that one, too. The first, I didn't like it either. The first, the first two or three episodes, sometimes it's like they're establishing everything so yeah. well it was i think it was just because it rang um it felt a little dollhouse dollhouse hmm. and then what was the uh i can't remember the other one that was there was two there's been two or three young uh 20 something i'm a badass shows that have that had some potential but ended up being in my mind pretty bad yeah uh, dollhouse well, was used to be on fox years ago before um uh, Angel came out of that, didn't he? Or the dude? Um, no, uh, uh, Buffy. Uh, Buffy. No, uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Buffy. But no, that was a that was a badass spy uh, chick. What was her name? That was Dollhouse. No, no, it was before. Was Dollhouse? It was, a, it was before Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Yeah, Elijah Dusku was the. That's uh, yeah, she that's was like Dollhouse. dead, dead something, dead. Dead again, or no? That's Dollhouse. She was, that's and she was, okay. she was yeah. also in Buffy as well. And then, um, what's her name that married the uh, baseball player that was in Sin City, the dancer in Sin City? She had a show. Oh, Jessica. Alba? That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She had a show, and and that was like James Cameron produced or something. Yeah, if I yeah. remember right. So I, I didn't like either, any of those. Like I really try. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool concept. Um, they they were. I, I thought they were all fairly terrible shows. And I backed away from it, and that's what was my. I watched Orphan Black, and I was like, okay, it's it's Dollhouse again. It's that, and so it. I went anyway. Nine months later, finally started um, watching it again. I think because I at that point just didn't have anything else I wanted to watch, 
And it was on, season one was on Amazon, which I recently, because I ordered 387,000 packages in the last couple of months, <laughs> did Amazon Prime, so I get the video stuff for free. Right. Um, uh, for free. For free, yeah. Got, it's I a got, scam, uh, and I want to do a, uh, an entire show sometime about comparing Netflix and Amazon, Hulu, and all that stuff. But, um, so did, uh, watched Orphan Black, and it was end of season, end of season, end of the episode two. I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. I really, really like this. Um, you mean season two? No, episode two. Episode like two. Episode Perfect. one, it's okay. It's obviously a setup. You don't know what's going on. You do kind of sort of know what's going on. Um, but what really hooked me on it, and I'm not giving away anything here because literally four seconds into the show, you find out that What's-Her-Name plays um, a significant amount of different characters in the show. Um, much like Dollhouse, like every time she woke up, she was somebody different, right? She was prepared for a yeah. different mission or whatever. And I think maybe that's where I was. was uh, but the difference I think there is that the, you know, in Dollhouse, she was playing like, she spirals, you know, it's her, it's always her, but she's just playing a different character, I didn't different know role. You ever no, that. Uh, yeah. Dollhouse, she, she wasn't. He watched it because she he thought Dollhouse I, meant something else. Uh, <laughs> Doll- yeah. It was uh, rated. Uh, a little differently, I think. I think. I think in Dollhouse, <laughs> if, I remember, kind of dollhouse. if I remember, when are these girls going to start making out? That's what I kept <laughs> right. asking himself. I was I, very disappointed. I seem to remember in Dollhouse that she wasn't aware that she did erase her memory or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was yeah. the bit there. Yeah. So um, her name is Tatiana Maslani. I don't know mm. if I'm pronouncing. She's yeah, for a some kind of award last year. La- yeah, she was uh, first yeah. season. She was nominated for uh, Emmy or something or, or uh, yeah. something. Golden Globe. Golden Globe. Yeah, and she's is- Canadian, which I'm gonna give her a pass on that. Um, <laughs> but I, what really blew me away was when she started playing the other characters, right? And how different they were, and then how well she played them. She Each was- one of them was totally spot on. So of, of all her characters in the show, this is what I think you'll be surprised who I thought was. The one I liked the most, and I wanted to have more screen time. Who was your favorite character out of everybody that she? All played? the ones that she played. Yep. Uh, well, I like the German. Um, yeah. The German chick when she plays her, the, the really effed up one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like um, I like when she plays the soccer mom. Um, because that's just so she's so uptight and so uh, so different. Uh, and then you know she does a really good job of playing the um, the scientist chick. One with the dreads, yeah, yeah. This is all happy, hippie, go lucky, Bob Marley. How many? How many characters does she There's play? There's five of them in there. Um, well, they're or that we know they're of. clones. So uh, right, right. Oh, Ron just gave the entire series away. <laughs> <laughs> well, you find that out right off. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's literally four seconds in. You're like, oh, they're, and that's maybe the other thing. That it was like four seconds in. Here's what's going on. I think you can even figure that out by watching the uh, Previous, titles. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the title intro every every episode. You can kind of figure out that it's a, a cloning thing. Yeah. Or, oh, so or, before or I forget it? about it, or, it's yeah. kind of important that everybody knows that we're drinking Moscow Mules while we're yeah. recording Cheers. this. Cheers. 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 Thanks to uh, Ginger. Mm-hmm. Um, she made us all cocktails. So we're going to record until our cocktails run out, then we'll take a break. That's right. And then we're going to... Um, yeah. Have more cocktails. Always have to have cocktails. Deviled eggs. Uh, I don't, I'm really scared. I don't know what the... It's some um, ancient Russian Chinese thing that she's doing here, mixing up stuff. So my favorite of far and away is I... Because it is a fairly serious show, and but uh, Allison, who is the soccer mom, really pro- provides the comic relief in the show. 
and it's so spot on to this like completely uptight <laughs> suburban housewife, desperate right off of desperate housewives, mm-hmm. just silly, worried about stupid shit, um, uptight, totally suppressing personality, everything that's about her, and she's funny. And she's so spot on. And then there's a, a couple of scenes where then Allison has to play the other kid, the other ones, right? Because no one, they all look Perfect. exactly like. Did you watch? The, did you watch? Uh, yeah, it? I, I'm, okay. I'm up to date on it. Okay, yeah. so then Allison has to go and, and and act like she's the some of the other clones, and it's soccer mom playing the yes. other ones. And the then subtle nuances are amazing. It's mm-hmm. so spot on that she's an actress. Playing a character, playing a different character, mm-hmm. and you're super familiar with acting as that character, yeah. different character than yeah. her. Trying to mm-hmm. convince people that she's somebody that she's not that just looks like her. Mm-hmm. It, I am, and Allison was far and away my favorite character so far. And then I can't remember the what's the psycho, and she's not Russian; she's Ukrainian. That's or different, right? German, I thought. Was no, she's no. Russian. I thought she was she's, Russian. She's oh, no, Ukrainian. Maybe, yeah, I think Ukrainian. She is, I, that's my favorite. She makes me giggle every time. No, I loved it too. So I, I do. I have, have a really. I hate villains that stay around too long. You know, shows are like, oh, this is a great villain. What do we do? We can't transition away from this villain. And obviously, one of the clones. There's different clones, and they're different. Their villains are good people, depending on what part of the show you are and what what's going on in that particular time. But I hate villains that stick around too long. And I think it's her, it's like Eliana or something like that. I'm I'm not wrong. Really, mm-hmm, yeah, something yeah. like that. So. Um, at one point I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. And then they keep around, keep around. And then she became my second favorite character. Cause in, by the time they were on season two, it totally makes sense that she's around and, and everything's going on. And she ends up being like, you know, the savior a lot of the times. And she's totally freaking out of her mind. <laughs> she's batshit um, crazy. Oh yeah. She's well, worse than batshit crazy. And we don't even know. I mean, it, it, it kind of touches upon the shit that she went through and we don't even know to the depths of the hell that she went through. Well, and that's Which before totally the show it. starts and then the hell that she has to go through <laughs> during the show, every episode she's enduring some other significant trauma that would destroy somebody's life. <laughs> yeah. And she just kind of soldiers on just like F it and moves on. So it seems that I seem to remember because uh, it was a while back. I only watched one episode and then I skipped on to something else because it was the first one. Yeah, it was yeah. the first one and it right. didn't hook me in. Um, didn't somebody get killed? One of the clones get killed, like almost instantaneously. It, yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, well, that's the first, the very first like, one is the the premises, and that's where it kind of gets you hooked in is that she realizes that this is a clone. She and she, a girl right. looks exactly like her, steps in front of a train, yeah. a moving train. Yeah, well, see, and it it started off with such a bang that I was like, okay, cool, and then of course, you know, I fell off of it because it didn't. It I get I guess I get impatient with. Too much setup, in some ways. Yeah, you know? yeah. for sure. Yeah. There's a to, balance you, between too much setup and too quick to the punch. Yeah, you know? yeah. And to see, they delivered the punch, but then it was like, oh, come on. Yeah, no. And that first, the first episode and a half, you're like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I get it. Now I get All right. it. I need. But to I think part of that too is, um, in terms of like how they lay it out, is the characters' confusion too, because she has zero knowledge of what's going on so right, right you find out as she finds out things and that's kind of the cool part is that you know she's this street hustler that you know sees this woman stepping from a train she has like no money she's like scrounging to get by she's you know and and she takes trying to get her kid back and all this stuff you know she's got all these things going on in her life and she steps you know she's this woman who looks identical to her stepping in front of a train 
and she she sees her purse laying on the train platform and she takes it and runs off with it and you're like hey i'm just gonna like it's got her her identification has got her house keys and car keys and all this stuff in there. It's like, I'm just going to step into her life and mooch what I can off of her. Looks and then like she gets mama, all wrapped looks up Looks like mama's it. going shopping. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is, I gave it a second shot. I think you should, Paul, maybe dive back into it. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, There's a great sex scene in there, too. Remember the one with the her her boyfriend? Who was her watcher? Well, it's the it's the fir- it's the boyfriend of the woman that jumps in front of the train. The police and she's a police yeah. officer, and so, so he, you, you he get thinks into all he's this. with one person, but he's actually with a, another person. Yeah, but I think and that knew, sounds like I, a pretty good Saturday night. Yeah, you it know was, what I mean. That was good. <laughs> is, is this is this where we big, bring in the big black dildo? <laughs> <Is this>? Now <laughs> we can bring in the dildos. <laughs> that's a, that's what they say all the time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So it, but Callback it reminds really me like how I wrote that off. It reminds me um, a lot of, and I, I just recently watched the first season of uh, The Americans, um, which I have major issues with, but I, I still watch the entire first episode. Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. So, okay, I tried that, and I kind of liked it. So they had me I, the at first the scene two, The where, first two episodes, man, I was like, Done. Done. <laughs> okay, you're out. <laughs> well, actually, too much of a pussy. That's what. That's it, what drives me crazy. He's a pussy. Are you a trained Russian killer or just somebody's bitch? It's see, like, see, she's and, the one that has and to and step up and do have the ball. And that's yeah. exactly why I ditched out. I was like, no. Not that women can't, but you're talking about Russian spies. Yeah, but they, it right. should have been. Hey, you're so equal badasses, and it's not your old ladies having to clean up your shit all the time and like wipe away your tears. I mean, it should have been like, okay, we're in this together. It's really difficult. Here's where we're going to go. But what really made me commit to the first, uh, uh, I think it's episode one. It's where uh, Carrie Russell's dressed up and she's doing her spy stuff. And it's set in the like late 60s, I think. And um, she's go- going down on the sky and he looks at her surprised and she's like, what? You've never had a girl stick her thumb up your ass? <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to watch this now. This just got, I'm in. Just got interesting. Yeah. There was your hook. <laughs> yeah, so I watched it, and it's on um, Amazon currently. The first season uh, is free if you have Amazon Prime, which is not free. Um, and then you have to buy season two, Amazon which Prime, pissed, Amazon pisses me off. because oh What's unlike, that on? BBC? No, it's America. on FX. FX. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on FX. or for Black's BBC. Oh, okay. BBC America. Yeah, the uh, the thing, and I was talking to you about this, Brian, uh, last time I was over, is that the thing I hate about Amazon is that I'm so used to how well Netflix works, the, the playback and all that stuff, and it's like Amazon <sighs> tries to compete with everybody, but they don't try to put any value or any bells and whistles on services they do. They're just trying to do everything. And it's it's like the fast forward. You don't see the the image moving forward. You just have to watch the bar. It's like, like on when, Netflix. Yeah. yeah Not only that, the fast ass. forward is you press the fast forward button. An option comes up. Then you have to press the fast forward button once more or twice more, depending on how fast you want to go. And then you have to hold it down. So it's almost like you're entering. You're playing Super Mario Brothers or whatever, or that you're doing a finishing move in Mortal Kombat. You're like every time you want to fast <laughs> forward, it's just like this complicated. I just can't angle, press damn. it. And it's for the me, Konami code. <laughs> Netflix is their interface and stuff is a little bit more Apple-ish. Not a, not really tricked up, and ter- but it works. It's real functional, and what it does, it does really well. Right. There's still a couple things. I I like Amazon. 
that, uh, when you the on Prime when you you click on an episode and right when you click on it, there's options there. To, you can click down to uh, start from beginning or um, resume. Would Where you- Netflix, <laughs> you have to press it, right. let it load up, and start playing, and then it go. It, there's some buffering time. Then it says, do you want to resume or whatever? Then you make your selection. There's some additional buffering time. So there's like pros and cons of either. But the Amazon control, yeah, it's way too tricked up. It's like too many options. Um, and then a lot of simple stuff, like you're saying, really isn't there. The, my main thing that drives me crazy about them is they give you one season free and then want you to pay for the second season. So yeah, in protest. I, I, was, I was about to say that I really appreciate them asking me if I'd like to buy the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, and which then, or than, get me hooked on season one and then season two, oh, no, you got to pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> and which is better. Like I, What I kind of expected them to do was what they do, the one-click purchase – when they loaded that up like nine months ago on, on Amazon.com, I can't tell. I bought three things on accident. Because <laughs> <laughs> you click on it and you're, it's bought. And then I'm seeing something in my cart. Then I got to go undo the order. And so I then had to dig down to, into the you options. Can we turn it? And to, no, I had to I dig down <laughs> options and turn off one click. Mm-hmm. And yeah, luckily, I would be having more stuff at the door. More I don't dildos. know what it is. More <laughs> dildo packages of dildos on my doorstep. Um, is it buzzing? Yeah, yeah. I don't. They, no, they don't put buy the, the batteries, batteries <laughs> in beforehand, do they? When they ship it to you? Yeah, yeah Paul. Do they put the batteries? Yeah, they put the little plastic and and they're batteries. We defer to your expertise. Well, and, and I do. I like them pre-tested. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the half half dead battery being, is being little... quality control at Adam and E. Oh God, man! I'm, this has been such a long day. My ass is killing me. I, I've got to get out of here. I'm so. I got to take a smoke break, Bob. I gotta. I gotta. <laughs> Are these lithium ion batteries? <laughs> They're really good. I, I've used a whole box of handy wipes. I need to. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. So I need to take a break. <laughs> so what I do in protest because of how Amazon's set up. If I love the show, then I immediately go to iTunes and buy it on iTunes. Because oh. at least they're uh, they're like, hey, if you want to watch some shit, you got to pay for it. Hey, and take that, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, it's more straightforward for me, and I'm okay like in that environment rather than I feel like, oh, I just got bait and switch into watching an episode or a season <laughs> of this, and now i got to pay for it. Well, okay, I'll pay for it on my iTunes account, which streams everywhere, and I don't have to have a Hulu app. And I all never that. buy. We never buy anything on iTunes but music. Do we? Yeah. Uh, we've I bought don't some. Ever remember. We've bought some uh, videos, like you know, for our daughter, but we've not done. Oh, you should totally buy all your movies and TV shows if you if you pay for anything. You should do it all through iTunes. Do we pay for anything? Yeah, we've done through iTunes and we've done it through I'm Amazon. Like, both. I did, I did he, has, him. he has an extensive vinyl collection. <laughs> Apparently, we know who's in control of the checkbook. It's Ron. No. He's, he's no, the it's heir. not. No, she is, but I do all the online purchasing. Pretty not all of it. Not all of it, but a lot. Who do you think got the selfie stick? I know the selfie stick is all you. Selfie I'll give, stick. I give you credit. Showed for up that. at the door yesterday. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and his question is, why did you get orange? Because it's mine. So yeah. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wow, it's got you want to control the, contor- the color of the stuff that, that comes to the door? Whether what color the dildo is, then you order the dildo. Here's your dildo. Here's my selfie stick. We're not I don't, claiming it's your dildo, so we're just we'll call it the dildo. <laughs> yeah. So I don't um, care what color it is. My eyes are closed anyway. Yeah. So that's what I and uh, so I am. A bit, I'm all over the board. I used to be just Netflix. Yeah. And then that's um, I pretty up, much what I do. I signed up for Hulu, which Hulu is really hit and miss. Like at some points, they have like a lot of good shows on. Um, that one really irritating and more from a marketing standpoint, I don't understand the purpose of it and why they do, why they go about it this way. Um, 
like once a once a series that they're showing, and it's something that's on TV now, right? And they do commercials. I mean, they're making money. It's not like I don't I don't understand the purpose of it. But once it gets to like episode seven or eight, the first one goes away, and then the next episode, the second one goes away. And so there's six episodes, but by the time of some, you know, some of these shows have 22 episodes. Yeah. So who wants to jump in and watch episode right. 14 through 20? <laughs> right. It's I don't get it at all. But so if I just you've already it. watched it, what does it matter? Yeah. Or well, it's for, it's it's kind of geared, I think, probably to people that wa- are in watching those and they're looking to like catch yeah. the one, maybe the one they missed or whatever. But you're never going to go back if and you're, refer to something. In but if you're looking to watch a whole series, you know, then it's not Hulu's not really the necessary. Yeah, and it I, from a mark right. Yeah, from a marketing standpoint, though, I would just put the first five episodes on there and then say, "Hey, dumbass, go watch it on CBS where we really make our money yeah. or wherever." I don't like. I don't get, and I'm, I've never tuned into any of those shows. I just like once I realize they're that far in, they're like four months later are going to be on Netflix anyway. So yeah, I've never bad. heard anything but bad things about Hulu. That's why I've I've never even looked into it. Every every time I hear somebody refer to Hulu, it's usually quickly followed by an eye roll or <laughs> are they suck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's there, like, I have watched probably five or six, seven really good shows on there that weren't available anywhere aren't else. Aren't they supposed to be kind of marketed? Towards old school, old, old stuff. I thought that's what so Hulu do you. was. See, it's, <laughs> there it's there it starts. Yeah, really? that was a there middle finger for anyone who can't see. Yeah. No, um, like seventies sitcoms. You know, old. Isn't that what they're? They do have like a bunch of like Rampart and stuff like that. Emergency, emergency, yeah. and, and all that stuff. Uh, I thought that, that was their the, that was niche. the shit back in the day. What was the spinoff <laughs> of uh, uh, Emergency that was at the hospital? Where Trapper John was that it? Trapper John? No, I don't think it was Trapper John. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's Trapper John MD. Yeah. Did they call it, was it? What did they call it? Like Rampart, Rampart or something like that? Maybe Let's maybe see. the original was Emergency and then the spinoff was Rampart. Yeah. I don't know because I watched that. Emergency. Trapper John was like, oh, I love that show, too. Emergency, and it is horrible. Go watch it. I know, of it I know, it's so how, dated now. I mean, how, like you think some television shows are dated, but you go back and watch some of those early, you know, uh, late sixties, early seventies shows, and some of them are just like, oh my god. Yeah. So Paul and I, when he was over the other day, we were talking about Mash. Yeah. Because that just recently, the whole thing came on Netflix. First five seasons only. That's it. That's it. Of ten? No. Uh, there was 11, 11 seasons. 11 years. 11 seasons. Yeah. I watched MASH. I think I'm the only girl that I know that ever watched MASH. I'm, no girl I ever, I know. I love ever MASH. Watched it. I, I love MASH. Ab- absolutely. I would, that was the only show when I was growing up that I would, my dad and I would watch together. Um, yeah. That's cool. My yeah. dad loved that. Cause too. he, he, he was served in the Korean war. PM. So yeah. even though it was really about Vietnam, it was, you know, it was sure. Yeah. He, he was very, it was very much a touchdown show for him. So I've watched, yeah. I think the first 13 episodes now. Yeah, I'm, I'm about, I think, first seven or eight. It is as good as I remember. Like, yeah. it still is funny. It still is, um, it's home. It's still very political for its day. Spear Chucker Jones. Yeah. But it is very <laughs> really? hard really to watch it? because the editing is so bad. The shot selection is so bad. Well, they, they, um, do you? They, they made the first like five episodes for nine dollars. Yeah, they. There's very much. He's like, hey, is that a blue, blue light special there's, on there's, that? It jumps around like you see a scene and then you see another scene. You have no idea like how you got from A to B, and and um, so it's it's for me. It's like I. It still is funny. I still think Alan Alda is genius, and he and um, the whole cast is good. Well, you can see the the main the main like five people, four five or six people. They're really good. And then they're the rest of the actors around them are like 
are almost extras. But they're, would you have noticed all of that? Their quality is so different. No, in the day? Yeah, back no. then you would have noticed. You no. only know that now. Oh, you'd have been like, how, look how advanced this show is. <laughs> yeah. It's well, so cutting edge. I think, Ginger, First I, day it was. I think, I think you're, you're right to a certain extent because people's viewers become more uh, sophisticated. Yeah. And yeah. more jaded stuff is like. Well, he's very critical, so I yeah. would expect him to do that now but yeah back then i don't know that we would have no i, I probably wouldn't I, I mean i was whatever i was seven or eight when those things were coming on live you know and originally watching them well you look at shows like archie bunker and things like that and you go back and watch them now and they seem very very sitcom but at the time the issues that they were talking about uh integration uh, racism stuff like that it was it was nobody it was talking cutting about edge for it. It was yeah. very cutting edge, and you look back now; it's a little bit looks a little hokey. Yeah, little and what can, the, I think but... the only thing that they really stayed away from, at least in the first um, season that I'm on, is the whole racism thing. Because, <laughs> it, like, I read the book in junior high, I think, and then I, the movie's ob- obviously a little bit more risque in, in, in per the book. But I was trying to think back when I watched those. Because you, when you text me, like, oh, my God, I forgot there's a character in here named Spear Chunker Jones. <laughs> yeah. And they, they, in the credits, Spear Chunker. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I feel like in the movie, in the book, it was a little bit more like they were showing, like, you, if you feel like this is what a black person is about, then you're dumb. Because this guy's a doctor. He's a, was he, he played at a football or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they, I felt like the movie and the book was very much more trying to address like you're you're dumb, and we're going to put this name, we're going to give him a name that you would call a black person, and then make fun of you, right? Yeah. The the viewer, if that's the attitude that you have, and I feel like in the in the show they shot away from that significantly. He's there, but his screen time is maybe ten seconds an episode. Yeah. Because there'll be some some scene and they're like, "Hey, where's Spear Chunker at?" And then he comes running up, "Hey guys, what's going on?" Well, and then they cut to some other scene. I had forgotten; it'd been so long since I'd watched the series. I'd forgotten that he had actually lived in the swamp with the guys. Right? Yeah, yeah. And he I was in their tent. I was originally. like, mm-hmm. "But you know, you see him in there trying to get some sleep, guys." Yeah, and it's like, "Oh, Chunker or Chucker? 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 Spear Chucker, which is just yeah, marginally a little bit more racist than Spear <laughs> Chunker." <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you uh, compete in the Olympics in the javelin? Is that one? No, no, I'm a Chucker. Yeah. So, uh, but I think you said the the actor, like my favorite actor. Now looking back at it, now I think the best actor in it that doesn't really stand out is the guy that plays um, Burns. Yeah, Larry, uh, Larry Linville. Was yeah, that right? some, something like that. Yeah, what he's phenomenal, and he's—I I, I believe he's passed away since then. But he left the series because he did not—he was a one-note character. Yeah, and they did not. Um, most of the characters on the show had a had a, a arc, range, had yeah. an arc, had a story arc. Yeah. He had none. That's why he left. He Eventually, the, he said, "I, the foil, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to be this." buffoon that everybody hates yeah and he played Always. it really well because he, he was did. totally believable that he was an asshole uh, the, the thing i were and i was i, stupid. I was remember stupid best from this show is the quote frank burns eats worms <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and that has stuck with me and i still i can't i can't a hundred percent remember uh what episode where it came from but that is that little gem is stuck in my head and, I'll, I'll, and that's why you're so screwed up today. Yeah, and every now and then I'll just be sitting at my desk working on... That's not what's stuck in your head. Frank Burns eats worms. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Linville. So what I, like I was trying to say, watch Orphan Black. 
because I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> wow, that was the worst segue. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, come back around to the original topic. Yeah. yeah, no, no, that was good. Um, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised, and um, I bought the the second episode, second episode, second, second season. season on iTunes, and basically watched it in like three days. How much? It's supposed to start up again. Yeah, yeah. season three is coming out yeah. here how, soon. So how much do they charge? Is it like one ninety nine an app, and then they get I a think discount it's for a season? Two ninety nine an episode, and then typically seasons are like any from like twenty one dollars, depending. Like something that's really popular is up to thirty four ninety nine, something like that. I just have a, I don't know, I feel like a little bit sometimes I'm like a Luddite sometimes. I have to own the physical media. I'm, I'm with that with books. I was that way with music for... Don't be afraid of technology. Yeah, I, I'm not that way with music, but I don't buy stuff through iTunes. I have everything on iTunes. I have like... Screw that. 90 movies <laughs> and... I want to lug all this stuff around with I know, me I know. forever. Yeah, and then you, you're going to be like... Hey, because my phone. You, Look you how badass my phone is. How do I put this <laughs> it's, Blu-ray it's just, into my phone <laughs> so I can watch this movie I want to watch? But yeah, and I and I totally get. It. I mean, it's so weird for me to think like that, and that I'm not an adopter of this stuff because I've worked with computers for nearly 20 years. But it's just to me, hey, it's something watching I porn pay, on your pay. computer is not working with a computer. Hey, not the way I do it. <laughs> <laughs> not the way I, you haven't seen me yet. <laughs> But let's, got, I want to keep it that way. He has, keep he has a lot way. of USB attachments. Let's put it that way. Some of them jingle, some of them jangle. They're someone, all very beautiful. Someone in Indonesia can control the dildo on my desk. That's all I'm saying. It plugs right in. And that's all I really care about. But see, uh, the funny thing Just about... Just go pack it in your suitcase. It'll jump out on the The funny thing, like uh, with books especially, is that I love the the act of reading a book. You know, it's not... and. With Kindle, it's 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 like this le- level of separation. Oh, I hate it too with books. It's it, but it's it is. It's the tactile thing. Yeah, but I, the screens kill me. Like sitting down and trying to read, even yeah. on those white Kindle things. But as much as you read, what the fuck are you going to do with all those books? I try. Well, what do you do? But see, that's the thing is that I feel like they're I'm getting swindled a little bit, you know, because I can go trade it in. I can let somebody borrow it. You know, it's. You can borrow. Buying, you can let the people borrow your I, books online. I, I totally get that, but it's it's the thing that I feel like I'm getting cheated, and they're charging so much for the media. If it was yeah. like, if it was charging like for most popular things, like a quarter of the price, I could i I would probably be a, a bigger adopter of it, you know. But I feel if like you I'm, got seventy five like percent off, you'd be. A bit, I, would, I yeah. would hope so. I, I feel like, I feel like I'm getting. They're robbing me, and they're they don't care that I know it. You know, it's or the electronic it's like, version. Yeah, it's it's like it's little bits. They're making yeah. a huge profit margin. I feel. This, I mean, sure. with um, some degree. Yeah, totally. Books I get it. Are a little different. And the, but the movies yeah. on iTunes are generally fourteen ninety nine and nineteen ninety nine. Same if you'd go buy the Blu ray or whatever. But see, I, I love Netflix though. So yeah. I mean, I'm not like that with everything. But I don't generally buy stuff by like a show. I haven't ever done that yet. So I, I can't see myself. I think well, when you finally get a show that you love so much, you can't wait and you buy it. You'll have to let us know. I might. I think it's yeah. also like us. We're on that cusp of of uh, you know forty somethings that. You know, we're on the cusp of we've had grew up with the hard copy, you know, media, you know, went from VHS tapes to to DVDs and the Blu-ray. We've, and then the jump to digital is, is part of that, of course, and we're in that. But still, the kids today, they don't have any problem 
because oh, they because yeah. the digital part of it is their I just popped their digital pop part of it is just um, uh, you know second nature to them so they don't have any problems like oh well blue you know blu ray yeah that's 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 old stuff you know yeah yeah well and it, yeah it's it's a generational thing because you know. You buy, Obviously, you buy, since he referred to them as kids. Well, but you Those think of, you think kids. about vinyl and, and stuff like that, and it's Fucking making <laughs> and vinyl's making a resurgent because they're you know it's what is old is new again, and they're also pro- providing MP3 downloads of the album as well, and access to yeah. Somebody should give all these hipsters notes. like feedback money or something like, hey, thanks for making all this other crap we couldn't sell any other way. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When is VHS going to make a comeback? You know? God, I hope so, man. I still got like three boxes of VHS movies. What was that show in the seventies, eighties? The guy with the bear, the beard. He was out in the wilderness. Yes. It was a spinoff of Little House. BJ. Dan Haggerty. Yeah. No, oh. was it? No, it wasn't. That's who you look like. I just oh. got a Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams. Everybody out in listening land, you can't see my magnificent beard, but yeah, it is he, here. He has truly a Grizzly Adams. Is appropriate word. Full on crazy. Crazy ass beard. Yeah, there's birds like and shit in there. <laughs> there, there might be. If you he hung you out sir, have a mad woodchopper beard. Now. <laughs> I do. I, I do. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> when I had a little bit of the mad woodchopper going back in the fall. Yeah. And... It's funny that mm-hmm. the thing, talking about uh, the falls made me think about what we was talking about with VHS. Remember whenever Disney would put stuff in the vault and then we'd have these VHS? <laughs> that like, was a total scam. Oh, it's such a scam. And the, you know, Ron saying, what a I, have, I have three boxes of Beauty and the Beast back here. <laughs> <laughs> and I have 8,000 Superman death comics. <laughs> do they still do that electronically? Like pull it off of all the... Uh, yeah, they, still, they, put, they still do that, mm-hmm. yeah. God, they're geniuses. Yeah, really. What a marketing <laughs> genius. Yeah. yeah, and all those people like would... <laughs> Come in and buy, pay forty bucks for those pieces of crap VHS stuff. It's only going to be on the market for two years. We have to buy it now. <laughs> I remember people used to come in and offer. You know, we, uh, back in our uh, video rental uh, Hastings days, people would come in and offer for like the after it went on. You know, whatever. What, what did Disney call it there uh, when they put it back in the oh in the in vault, the vault. You know, in back the in the vault. vault. They would offer if we had a copy on VHS. They would say, "I'll give you a hundred dollars for it." Dude. Oh yeah, the rentals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's been watched a thousand times and it barely plays, and it's missing like eight places where yeah. we had to splice it back together because the gunky machine that the person never cleaned ate it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. But yeah, for a hundred bucks, I'll sell it to you. Well, see, that that's the thing is that uh, yeah, I remember looking up in the the book for the VHS, the book on. The prices that if it was a rental only, yeah, it was hundred bucks. Yeah. No joke, hundred bucks. It was Sorry. like people it was would like, offer for that. Yeah. No, that's they, what they would. That's what the company like a replacement value. Yeah. If you want, if you had, to, if you lost a rental, it's like it cost you. $100. Well, it was what they would do early on when we first started working. There was a a, a matrix, right? So if they knew it was going to sell below a certain number of copies, yeah. it came out at. Um, a hundred bucks or ninety nine dollars, one hundred forty nine. I think some of them. Yeah, they were ridiculous because they knew that the rental stores were going to be the only buyers primarily. Yeah. But then if it was going to sell above a certain amount, it came at a sell through like twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, supply. What a rip off! And today's that's like a hundred dollars today or something. Twenty nine dollars in the eighties. Yeah, it's so crazy that we pay, that's what we paid for movies back then. Yeah, well, and you, you think about it now, the way they way they have it situated now is that when something comes out. It's a Blu-ray, and you have a DVD copy with it, and you have a download, digital download copy, and you're paying close to thirty bucks. Unless you get it on Amazon, you get a huge discount. 
fourteen ninety nine on iTunes. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're paying with digital only, sir. Yes. Occasionally, so, it's twenty bucks. Nineteen ninety nine bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. You should check it out. But but uh, whenever I get Blu-rays at Costco, it's about nineteen bucks. So even with the the DVD and the uh, Blu-ray, yeah, so yeah, I'm surprised that they big box. somebody has. Well, I can't. Oh, iTunes would be the only place anybody would buy it if it wasn't similar. Oh right, right. I'm surprised somebody hasn't made a deal with one of the studios has made a deal with uh, iTunes and said, you know, for that digital download part, you know, that okay, you pay whatever it is, thirty bucks for the DVD, the Blu-ray DVD pocket, and so the digital being a digital download from them directly from the studio, it's on iTunes for already for you know, or you have a code. It is. There's a code. You go. I've done it a couple times. The last probably four or five uh, Blu-rays I bought. There's a code. So you open up iTunes and you. I don't remember how it works. Click on some button, enter your code in, and it feeds it into your iTunes, and it's there forever. But it is. is But are they going through iTunes for it? Or yeah, no, it's directly through iTunes. Is it okay? There were the. So I don't even know if the other companies are compete. um, God, what was the name of that other company? It was a separate, I'm sure it's still out there, a separate vi- uh, site, and you, it was your digital download. And I can't remember off the top of my well, head. Walmart was trying that, too. They oh, did they it for a while, Walmart. and I gave up. They and then um, there was another company. And so some of like the studios would, were partnered with iTunes, and then some of the studios were partnered with this other company that I can't remember the name of. Um, essentially, same thing. Enter a code, boom, it's there digitally. I would. I did it all. I only bought the ones I knew I could feed up on iTunes, like for the kids, like the Transformer movies and stuff like that. Were probably the first one was the last Blu-ray that I bought, and we have it permanently on iTunes because of that. Yeah, cool. Cool. Is it? We need a cocktail break. I think I'm almost yeah. done. I'm about halfway done. Her down. Well, you you can chug a lug. Yeah, I can chug a lug. Thanks. Well, I'm just trying to keep up with Ginger sitting a mad pace over there with her drink, <laughs> so I think we want to keep up with her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Love yourself some Moscow. I do. I'm in Moscow. All right. Well, let's make another one.
Ginger. Next up is Ginger. And I wanted to confirm or let you confirm or deny a rumor because Paul was pretty sure this this was the case. This is all Paul. Mm. To disclaimer up front. Mm. This might be a surprise for me as well. (laughs) He thought that you wanted to come do the podcast because you thought it was binge drinking. (laughs) (laughs) And not binge watching. I will neither confirm nor deny. Um. But you do admit that your drink is better with wine. Hand I squeezed. do, I do, and I will always. Yep. Anytime I do a we podcast, have. I will always have. Unfortunately, drinks. people, we have I'm much more for our Moscow mules. <laughs> yes. This yes. is bullshit. I'm switching to whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was all of the ginger beer. So, what what exactly goes into ginger beer? Vodka, vodka, Moscow mule, yes. ice, mint, and wine. Wine. a little bit and of lime. lime. Need actually now, it, the official recipe calls for a lime. Uh, wedge in there, real lime wedge in the drink, and then actual like an ounce of lime juice. But, and, so, and what and what did what what did y'all bring so, with you? A half of a lime. yeah. So we had a half a lime. <laughs> we so were, it we seems were very like lame to start this with. is supposed to be one third lime, and we're about one thirty second lime. <laughs> Basically, yes. Okay, it's but, like if you took a lime and just waved it in the air over it, like. But you're the at most the key so. ingredient is we're, we're the ch- copper we're, mug. Channel the line. That copper Channel. mug is awesome. That it's, thing is cold. And that's stainless steel inside. We need true copper yeah, all the way through. We are ordering copper mugs off of Next podcast, Amazon. Copper. Yeah, but Please. <laughs> I'm tired of these wannabe make, cups. Well, make, make sure you all look into that. You know, what I was talking about that copper is potentially lethal. <laughs> so, you know, I don't well, know. You. Whatever. You're supposed to wear that I, copper underwear. Think about mercury. It makes you more fertile. <laughs> what? It makes you grow hair on your chin? We're gonna get the all. Mer- yeah. We're gonna get well, the pure mercury mugs. Paul, you're, well, you're not just supposed to swallow pennies all day long. That's your problem. Have you seen my ass pennies? And <laughs> still, I still have to send out the ass pennies video about once every quarter. Or so that is the funniest thing. Somebody deserves it, and that's all I do is link them the ass pennies video. Well, it's like I'm drink- unaware it's, of this. It's like drinking out of a pewter mug. I mean, lead content, but you're not like drinking it. Like for eighty hours straight, <laughs> you know it's 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 lead is bad. Lead is bad. Ask the Romans. Oh, Ask okay. the Romans. Lead pipes. Do, do you, in your water. Mind Comp is over there. If you want to pick that book off the <laughs> shelf, yeah. it's right over there. I was uh, bookshelf here. I was look at. It's right next to the idiot, yeah. and there's another one. Something. Uh, it's say it's about love or something. I was like, oh, this is a nice little mix. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to put Mind Comp with some other evil books because then it's like the Necronomicon. You don't. You know, <laughs> it could take a life of its own. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cthulhu would. Did you say rise the words? Up from, from the dream world and take over that's the world. That's not something you read on your Kindle. Is that you, Pinhead? <laughs> yeah. If you want to ever read a funny book, yeah, that's uh, Mind Comp. More, more or less, I read them. <laughs> Did I read it? I ruined it. I just, I just the cliff notes, really. Yeah. So what? Uh, so Ginger has a uh, show she wants to talk about. Oh sure. I mean, if if we're gonna go next, I'll, I'll you're go. next. And, you're next. But you know, mine's a little bit too. God, if it's the Bachelor, I'm throwing this thing at you. This drink, you know better, Matt. Okay, it's on tonight and tomorrow. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you first oh, the one now, that I ever rose ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> somebody cries. Somebody gets drunk. Somebody yeah. goes home. Yeah, and somebody. This one bitch goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the first, at first, I guess first, I'd, let's talk about the the first show I ever binge watched, and you, I know everybody in this room did this which is Battlestar Galactica the newest one that's the mm. old, the first one that I ever wanted ever show any show that I ever wanted to 
to binge watch. And yeah, let me show you the story is most of the time Ron and I watch things together. Um, and he won't, he doesn't like me to watch something without him and kind of vice versa. If we're going to watch something we're both into, we'll watch it together and wait for each other. But I let him and I wasn't really into him. I was like, Bowstar Galacta, that was that well, show. Well, 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 you let him? I, I let him, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I had to get a sign permission. <laughs> yes. Um, Where are my balls? Oh, they're in your purse. I'm sorry. I forgot. Never make them detachable, folks. <laughs> it's a detachable penis. What was the name of the band that did that song, Detachable Penis? Ween. I think ween. that was a Ween. No, it's not Ween. Detachable Penis? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, it was Ween. I thought it was like King Missile or something Dude, like that. Look Dude, look that one up. Ask, ask our friend Google. Oh, yes. I'll look I it up and you... King, okay. Miss, King Missile maybe. Oh, yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Why you're, am I... You're, you're right. Correct. You are but correct. But see, King wing, Missile, wing, detachable penis. Wing, Why do I think Ween? Ween, King Missile. They're very similar. Names. It's the goofiness factor. Yes, there. exactly. Yeah. No, I love Ween. That's I. I, I love, <laughs> That's what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> nurse. <laughs> nurse. Man, you just lobbed that one. Ween. Nurse. So... Um, you know, when he first started talking about Battlestar Galacta, you know, obviously this was the the seventies Dirk Benedict kind of show. I'm like, what? Okay, Richard Hatch, With little Chewbacca running around, Lauren Green. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, kind of. <laughs> what was that dude's name? Boxley. It was the dog, the Daggett. Oh god, <laughs> I don't remember all that. Is that an Ewok? That. Even that as an, an eight year old, Boxley whipped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So one Christmas break, he said, "Okay, just sit down and watch an episode." We watched. I made her watch the miniseries because yeah, I'd already watched it, right? And uh, and I can't remember if I'd watched the miniseries and then like the the first episode thirty three, if I'd seen that. And by that point, I'm like, going, oh, holy crap, this is really good. She has got to watch this. So I made her sit down and watch the uh, miniseries, right? right. Um, and I had it. I think I had it on the DVD at that point. Yeah. And I made you watch it. You had the first season. Yeah. On DVD. And what was your response to me when you after you watched that? Let's watch the next one. No, no. Your, your first was like was like you cussed me. She said something. She said, "Damn you! We're getting me hooked in this." Yep. And we binge watched for the next forty-eight hours, a whole entire weekend. And I was, you know, I was hooked. So that was my first. Which we could we could but talk why? about the greatness. Why did, you, why did you watch? Why did you like? Um, it? you know, I don't know that I. I don't know. I don't. The complexity of it, I don't know. I, you know, I, I probably watch shows more for characters. It felt very plausible to me. I mean, they made it seem very very gritty and real and not like the original series or a lot of sci-fi's shows sort of fall into the trap of being a little bit a little you bit could schlocky, just sense that know? it was different yeah, some hokiness to it yeah mm-hmm. it, it was it felt, you could tell it was a, the, there was something different about the show that there wasn't anything else around like it nor really, had you ever seen anything like a that a really good script really good actors and it was and a bunch of canadians yeah they're the Canadians. best. It's the theme of the show. It's all Canadians. about, it is the it's all about the space Mormons. <laughs> yeah. Our ship is about to blow up. That sounded not Canadian. It sounded, <laughs> yeah. no, no, that, I don't it sounded know more that Indian uh, than uh, Canadian. So... Though. Unless it's Canadian England. That would have been awesome if it had been an entire Indian <laughs> cast. <laughs> yeah. They had that over in Bollywood, I believe. It's, Did they? Yeah. They start nuking. Bolly, they start. Galactic, they yeah. start nuking the earth, and then one standing over there with a single tear rolling down his cheek. Not those, and he's not, not even a real. Indians, he's not even a real Indian. The different Indians. Yeah, hey, that's, they're all the same. Paul's, okay. Paul's trapped into the uh, American Indian one. Did all the. It wasn't other, even an Indian. Did all the don't litter commercials. Chief, what's stuff. his and, name? And he wasn't even a real Indian. He was like Italian or something. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He not. was a real he was, Indian. He was not bullshit. Look it up. Look. I, I think he's right. I'm going to Google it, but I think the guy was like Italian. I am going to be. So, 
Suck it. <laughs> Suck it, fools. Suck it long. The jury is not in it. Okay, so keep, keep talking. I'm going to Google so, this Italian Indian guy. <laughs> just to kind of talk, the first thing that sucked or person that sucked me in, because maybe because it is how the, the show started, the series started, was that Trisha Helfer. Yeah, no, she's mm. fucking hot, mm. number one. Her legs are 10 miles long, but I just thought she was... Fantastic. She and again, see, somebody who has to play like five different people. Exactly. Yeah, and she came off just so, I mean, stunningly beautiful, but so deadly. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you, you oh, she's tell. completely convincing. Yeah. Cold, she's calculating, very, yeah, super it's intelligent. Like, yeah. yeah that you would think a Cylon would be. Yeah. Yeah. Baby's neck. Human Cylon. Snip. Yeah. Snap. Yeah. Snap. Oh, yeah. How does the weight yeah. support? How does the little, this I little really neck need to go back weight? and start from the beginning. I would love to watch this again. Oh yeah, we really yeah. need to. Yeah, I've, I've watched. There were twenty other things. We I think need to watch. twice, all the way through, um, and maybe another time, half half the way through. Who was the guy? And I and I also got hooked. And I th- FYI, people- Iron Eyes Cody was Sicilian. I'm yeah, crushed. your childhood was just destroyed. Yeah, it was not, not mine because I knew it. <laughs> yeah, but your childhood was destroyed yeah. or something else. I, I mean, did not know that. Yeah, yeah, so disappointing. Yeah, yeah. no, it's just marketing. Yeah. Well, I mean. Look, like there wasn't Damn, plenty yeah. of if, Indians if, if, out there who could have played that role. If Come any on. of them needed really? to cry, it needed to be an authentic Indian. Yeah, because oh, I mean they've had had a had a. Rough they're, deal. they're laughing now with the casinos, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're stealing the white man. Right. Yeah, back. cursing Iron Eyes, <laughs> Iron Cody, Iron Eyes Cody, stomping his burning meth etchy or whatever. Yeah. So the characters. Which one was your favorite character? You said that's why you watched the show, but and beyond her, beyond beyond her, because she was the one that kind of first got me hooked on it but and people will argue with me because because of it totally prepared to do that yes i know you are anybody who has ever watched this and i say this they always argue um the the one that she was involved with with the uh, the scientist the scientist the gaius baltar always loved gaius Gaius as as lame as he was at times and yeah and as (laughs) there was something about him that i always was drawn to by, and you just it, like because he's good looking, and he was so fucking hot. Yeah, <laughs> he had nice hair. Um, but by season two, I wanted something really heavy to drop out of the sky, <laughs> right on him, <laughs> just and smash him yeah. again. It and maybe somebody come in and pick it up and go, oh, look, look, oh my god, they, uh, we dropped it on him again. Or you hope that they airlocked him, you know? It would oh, you're be a silent traitor. Airlock him. <laughs> we need to get female perspective on that. It would be interesting to see if other women. Uh, feel yeah, I would imagine more women like him. Yeah. You know, well, and I mean, most good stories have to have that kind of focus the of hate. I mean, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> have somebody that's the oh that Weasley, the Major Burns character. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, 50, you have to, Fifty Shades of Gaius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you pretty much did. <laughs> yeah. Anybody I ever talked to always says, "Oh, I hated him. I always loved him. Always didn't I? It's yeah. true." At some point, like earlier, I was saying the villain that hangs around too too long. If some point he would have died, I probably would not dislike his character as much as I did. But they just episode after episode, season after season, kept beating me down with guys. Well, it kind of whipped my ass when he got pulled into the whole orgy. You know, oh, when he became like a yeah that cult, cult leader there on that the, kind on the of turned me off a little while for a little while. It was weird. What I liked about the show, I'm a <clears throat> Huge um, lover of uh, what uh, the the story arc for characters like Paul was talking about earlier, and I thought they were they, they were obviously they were father and son, kind of diametrically opposed, belief wise, politically, yeah. very much like you know the father and th- son thing is supposed to work. 
But um, the and if Darius would hear here, he always Darius always starts off just to describe a show to me, something like this. He says, "Well, our hero does X, Y, and Z, right?" So, but he's all, it's always about like why is this guy the person you're watching or, or or woman the person you're watching the show and driving the show. So obviously that father and son thing was huge throughout the entire series. But, you know, they're going through these horrible experiences and it's very war-oriented. And then you have one of them that will not give up no matter what. And there's even a scene in one of the episodes that he gets in front of everybody and shows them he will not give up no matter what. And he lets that one guy beat his ass in front of all his people that he reports to. And just stands there and takes it. The metaphor being, this is what this is about. The larger conflict is we will continue to take the punches until this thing's over. Whereas the other uh, character, and I don't want to give away who is which, um, has one scene where he's fighting and he gets blown out of his spacecraft. And he's got a hole in his suit. And he's leaking oxygen. And he's holding it in with his hand as he's floating through space. Then it kind of comes to this certain realization of like, hey, maybe I've been through enough. Maybe this is it. Yeah. Maybe this is where I'm supposed to go. And he takes his hand off and lets begins to gas into space, and he's going to lose all his oxygen and die at some point. And he, you know, he's rescued. But I think that that's a duality of the hero, right? Is like there is like the stand, the John Wayne stand and deliver, and then there's like the aspect of like it is a very human story and. At some point, you can only take so much, and then maybe you just don't want it. Maybe the fighting isn't worth the next day of getting your ass kicked. So I thought that there's there's a lot of storylines in there, but I thought that was the storyline of the father and the son in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both vacillate kind of across back and forth between those two things. But um, in the end, they had a very unique story through mm-hmm. there. So I really liked those characters. And the son was a little bit of an ass whip for me, too, because he's a little bit of a whiny baby Apollo. a lot. Yeah. Apollo. Yeah, he's he's not your typical hero. Um, it's a little flawed in the fun. fact that he's kind yeah. of thrust into a situation <clears throat> he's not prepared for, nor does he want to be in at all. Right. Oh, I thought the center of the rock of that show was always uh, Ever James almost though. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh sure. sure. Absolutely. I, yeah, I, re- I remember not. reading about that when that episode when he smashed that that model ship, it, he completely smashed it and. It was a, a real antique, and it wasn't just a prop. It was like worth like twelve grand. Or so. oh, <laughs> and he, he just tore it up. <laughs> nice. I think that show, and I, I don't think anybody here would probably dispute this, but I think it will stand the test of time. I think we we could go back to that show twenty years from now and watch it and be just as in love with it. Yeah, and it, it's twenty it's, years as we are now. Well, it's ten years down it's, gone. Oh, well, yeah, and that doesn't even seem right. And, it, and yeah. it's 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 aged really well too. So, yeah. well, and from a totally nerd perspective, they get all the space battle stuff correct, which no other movies like ever attempted to do. There's no sound in space. Mm, well, that's quiet. Yeah, def- every it's time they quiet. every time they cut to a scene outside the ships, you know, it's just so deathly quiet. Yeah, know? and that's the scariness of it too. Yeah. It's much more for me. Like you're out there, and there's zero sound, and just. Stuff's blowing up everywhere, and there's bits of metal, and um, they they use rail guns and nukes and stuff, and it's very standoffish. The main um, battleships are way away from each other, separated by miles and miles of space, as opposed to the opening scene in that the second of the 
first trilogy of Star Wars where these big battle cruisers are like eight feet away from each other, <laughs> yeah, blasting, blasting each, other each other with yeah. huge laser cannons, and there's yeah. not, not doing any damage. Well, and it, it's uh, funny going talking about the sound, uh, it, but the accuracy of it. But it's also as you think of it as a cinematic device, it's really that contrast that mm-hmm. you know you're on a bridge and shit's all hell's breaking loose, and then you go out there and it's, yeah, it's like this quiet death yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's very it's it's really intimidating. I liked it. Yeah. So that's my. First I think you talked me into watching this show. Yeah. 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 Or again, I think we're going to watch it again. Yeah, we need to go back and watch and, it again. And the second sure. show, which it, and to be honest. I don't know that I felt the passion, passion, if you have a passion about a TV show, felt as strongly about even Battlestar Galactica as this show, but I, and I don't know, and I hate to even bring this up because it's still in production, but True Detectives, mm-hmm. I completely hooked, and I don't know, I, I, I really think that is, again, characters. It was Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey and just... This is so fantastic. I could have watched want, that I, in 48 hours, 72 yeah. hours nonstop. I could have watched it back to back to back. I, I still need to watch that. And uh, I think it's it's, it's HBO, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's they have it on that HBO Go or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not on Amazon yet, right? Um, I, it, I think it may be just released. <laughs> we saw something on previews the other day. So which It may be. I'm sure you can yeah. buy it on there. Yeah. but Because um, I know you can buy it. I bought it on, I bought it on iTunes because I don't have cable anymore. Um, but yeah, it's fantastic. And like, <clears throat> here's what I, I love Woody Harrelson. Um, and this is, he is totally willing to be the heel of that show. Um, and to... The, we were just talking about this at work. True uh, Detective is available on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, season one. And, um, the only season. He's willing to be the heel of that show, come off like an ass. So here's what I liked about it. We were talking about this at work, I think, the other day. So he plays the moral upstanding character, right? If you listen to what Woody Harrelson says yes, yes. and how he judges people, he's the moral upstanding one. Right. And then other dude Cole. is like, yeah, Cole, oh, you're just a liberal. You're all this philosophy bullshit. And like, you need to get right with your life. And Cole's actually the one that's re- leading almost the life of a monk, you know, as he's doing this. But um, then, and, you know, juxtaposed to that, uh, Harrelson's character is out of control with his morality, everything that he's doing. <laughs> but he still views himself as the moral person, the guiding yeah. light. Not even seeing what you know his own hypocrisy is in, in relation to all of that, right? But uh, Woody Harrelson plays that phenomenally well and is willing to be the the kind of the guy that comes off looking like an ass. Well, and and I don't know. I really think those two together fed off each other. I mean, I think there was a chemistry well, there sure that exactly. they probably yeah. didn't even expect, and I think that's probably. Probably even better than what they well, even expected. They're really good friends, though, in real life, right? I, I bet know. they smoke tons of oh, weed. <laughs> <laughs> they probably no, I, I believe that they, their chemistry in, in, is in real life. They're, they're yeah, they're, I would imagine so. They seem like two peas in a pod. Yeah, but it's about contrast, like we was talking before. Uh, the contrast. I, I've only seen s- snippets on YouTube. Yeah. Um, time is a flat circle snippet that was running around, <laughs> and yeah. that hooked me. And I, it, you know, I, I'm. I definitely want to get it. It's, it's one of those things. It's the internet, God bless it, has given us access to so much content 
that sometimes it's a it's like going into a store and there's 800 brands of peanut butter and it's like man i just want some jiff yeah. <laughs> can i have some jiff and it, it's almost do you want that organic crunchy super <sighs> slimy yeah. well it's yeah. it's Watery. a bit and that's why uh Oily. you know retailers understand that especially supermarket stuff that they saw a lot of them limit selection because they know people will just like uh, i don't know which one to get i'm out of here Right. And won't get anything. I am overwhelmed. This, I've been conquered by my peanut butter decision. I must leave and, the store immediately. And I'm a little bit, sometimes when I when I log into Netflix and want to watch a show, if I don't have anything in particular in mind, I go, okay, I got my list of 500 cap shows that I've put on my wait list. Right. And I'll just sort through them and... I won't watch anything, or I'll sit there for an you hour just. Yeah, sort you'll of, spend all your time. And yeah, you watch do I want to watch sorting, this one? Uh, you know, it's I need to just well, I trim it down to like twenty five shows. And but I think that's what you're saying right there is like, what do I watch and why do I watch it? Is like why I wanted to do this podcast because I talk to people all the time. Guy used to work for me. Um, we went out had cigars and drinks the other night. He's like, hey, I need a is show that, that is me that and what my y'all call it these days. Yes, um, me and my wife can watch. Here's like kind of the shows she watches. What should we be watching? Because he doesn't want to have to deal with digging through 500 things to figure out like, oh my gosh, what are the, of the 500 things I'm looking at, what are the five that I want to watch 20 minutes of to see if I like it or not? I mean, there's so much stuff out there now with the proliferation of all the Netflix original stuff, everything that comes on Amazon. And the show I'm going to talk about a little bit is brand new to Amazon. It's, um phenomenal i really liked it and i've been binge watching it in the last three days um but that's the thing it's like with all these sources coming at you if that how do you find like the show that you want like i could name like 60 shows from bbc and bbc america that you guys have never heard about that are phenomenal shows but there's no way unless you spent like the 40 hours that i did digging through netflix digging through the internet digging through you know all this or going through the like this is the thing that i hate about netflix there's so much stuff on there you can't find but you have to do. You have to find a show you like, and then get the ten things that it says are similar. Recommended, and if then you like. yeah, yeah, and then go. Lo, I'll look at that. Like no, no. Oh, that kind of looks good. Watch ten minutes of that. Totally sucks. Now I got to back out. Who has that kind of time? Yeah, no. Then that's the thing, and that's what. If any of these companies, Netflix and Amazon, the one that can conquer that, like how do they get you? The Netflix is knows what I have watched since I started Netflix in ninety five, ninety six. The year I moved away from Denton, 97, I think, is when I started the mm-hmm. Netflix DVD rental. So they have that much history on me, and they still can't get me a recommendations that are anywhere close to what I would, what I would watch. Yeah. It well, and the, the same thing, um, I think Amazon does it better, at least in relate, related to their website, with recommended stuff based on stuff you've looked at or you've bought. They seem to have whatever algorithm they've developed to, to select something you might be interested in, they seem to do a much better job of that on their, like for books and stuff like that. I don't yeah. know if their shows. Well, I'm sure that know. they, the, you know, number crunching, the big data that they use, they can apply to Amazon prime. Yeah. I haven't, I've only watched maybe five shows on there. So their level of knowledge, like what I'm into is pretty low and still they don't have a ton of content on there. I mean, they try to act like they do, but they don't. Yeah. Uh, the show, uh, Nikki and I watch, uh, religiously is uh, been this is Amazon story again. Um, True Blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was on Amazon Prime. So we started watching. Started back at the start, 
it's really it's a really interesting show. Not a lot of sparkly vampires. <laughs> a little bit grittier. Which is why I'm out. Like, if yeah. they don't have sparkles, yeah, I'm right. out. I know. There's no I know. Uh, bare-chested uh, werewolf guy. Yeah. But see, but see we just out of their teenage emo vampire guy. See, that's I'm the, skeptical back, by that show. It's, it's pretty good. It's really? pretty good. Uh, it's, it's a little... It has a certain it's, amount of hokiness to it. Yeah, but like they're in you, Louisiana. I think so you guys what are you gonna dig do, it because right? for me, it's like an adult uh, version of Am- uh, Buffy. Like yeah. it has that same. It's in that same genre, but it's yeah. definitely more adult oriented than yeah. Buffy was. But it still has some of the stuff is a little hokey, tongue in cheek, a little bit. And you kind of have to buy into that world how it's constructed. <laughs> I think. Yeah. See, and that's the that's the thing with that that show is on Amazon. So we started watching it. And then we get to like season five, and what do they do? They start asking to pay for it. And I yeah. was like, oh, come on, guys. So we said no, and then we just decided to get back on the DVD plan for Netflix and get it delivered. It's slower. We could have, we're probably paying more, but it's sort of a, yeah, sort I mean, of a, at some sort point, of an F you to, to uh, Amazon for doing the, the way they do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you I don't have to vote it. with your dollar on that. And, and they should be able to tell that. Like, that, that's like, why, how many people get transition? From watching the first five seasons for free to buying the sixth season, yeah. I would imagine it's really, really low. Yeah, and I, I, I just can't. People just stop and wait. You know, okay, yeah. maybe they'll put the sixth season. I do out it for all free, the time. You know? yeah. Like there, I, there are probably thirty shows that come on Netflix like a year afterwards. I would never buy. I don't. I like the show, but it's, I don't have a great amount of passion around. It. I wouldn't spend any money on it. I just wait a year. Yeah. What do I do? That, that's right. that's too many I, out I didn't, there anyway. I didn't get into that show, the um, the American version of The Office, until it went off air, and I binge watched that. Like I still oh, haven't man. seen episode one. It is really. It is wow. such a good show, and the shows are like what 22, 24 minutes a pop. So you mm-hmm. can you, you can, can you can snack them. on like four of them, like nothing. Yeah, the only sitcom that I've binge watched is um, Thirty Rock. Yeah. I mean, I had I never watched it when it was on the air, not one second. Yeah, and then it was probably on Netflix for like a couple of years before I ever watched it, and then it was like in a week I watched them all. I've 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 never watched an episode. Oh, Alec Baldwin is genius on that show. It it is genius, and I think that is actually for me a better like I don't I'm not a sitcom watcher, so for me it like being able to watch those in a rapid succession makes the jokes funnier. Yeah. Yeah. To me, like if I can sit down and watch an hour and a half, two hours, and of you're going to see the progression of the characters, you know, you know what there is in a in a sitcom like that. You know? Well, then that's yeah. that's the same with uh, Parks and Recreation. It's very much like the. Office. I need to go back and watch that. Parks and Rec that. is is really funny. Uh, Chris Pratt, you know, he's he's making, you know, he's 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 big. He's, he's big in time. that. Was he in Torchwood too? Uh, I thought I read that, but maybe? he was in some weird maybe BBC show. But it, it could be. But uh, he. You know he's big right now. He's you know, oh, yeah. he's going to be in Jurassic World. He was in uh, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy, Star Lord, yeah, Star Lord. Uh, and his finally. his character, Car- call me Star Lord. His character on when Parks. He, somebody finally does it. He just looks at him. And goes, finally, <laughs> well, his character on Parks and Rec is he's such a buffoon, but he's so funny. I mean, it, and it's just it's it's interesting to see him transition from that, and then you know, of course, Guardians. Uh, He's sort of that still in that same world, but he's supposedly like more like Indiana Jones ish in Jurassic World. So yeah, well he's you know and he, it looks like much more action hero as opposed to yeah. his comedy. Yeah. yeah, and he's but he's got that comedy element and that and that leading man element. He, he's, he's like fine. the he's the new he's the new Harrison Ford, you yeah. know, 
in his, in his little Star Lord. You know, it's kind of like a, a Han, modern day Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. So he's like a mix for me. He's like a mix of uh, Harrison Ford and uh, Tom Hanks in a way. Yeah, yeah. It's a good good analogy. Yeah, a little bit more phys- physical comedy. A little. Uh, uh, It'll be interesting. Like I, I, I'll buy that analogy if he can come out. And do like a couple of really serious movies, like Philadelphia he, or something, or like something. That. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be that dramatic, but just something where he can totally sell a movie with no action and no comedy. Force Gump. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know if he has that range, but man, he is super hot right now. I mean, he is he is the it guy, and he's apparently he's a really nice guy. In real yeah, life. that's what I, I think. The things I've heard is super down to earth. He's not very he's not pretentious at all he gets it like hey i was a complete dork imbecile like a week ago like yeah. one big movie and you know it doesn't i shouldn't change and now i'm like hey i'm this hollywood badass well and his his wife uh anna much Fer- like harrison ford anna, anna ferris is i think is his wife is that right i don't know yeah I think you're um right. i don't really get into like who they marry or bang or any of that she's apparently very uh <laughs> quirky as well and they yeah. they keep each other centered and stuff so i mean it could you know, be all pr that, too uh, but who knows you see that on the chive the the betty had with uh, what's his name who plays captain america chris uh, evans the, the chive no chris <laughs> evans is Cap- yeah, <laughs> captain america yeah well chris I evans you were gonna say captain kirk that was like, yeah. no that's the other chris or whatever yeah. they're all named chris yeah but uh, both of those guys are, are buddies, Chris Evans and Chris Pratt, and they had a bet. One of them I saw the Super Bowl thing they did. Yeah, one was a Seahawks fan, one was a Patriots fan, and uh, Pratt was Seahawks, Evans was was Patriots. And so they had a bet, you know, who would, whoever's team won, the other one had to come to their city and go to their kids' hospital yeah, and visit I saw that. them. I saw and that. they both, they you know, they both were so good natured about it. They both said, "Well, we'll just both." You know, Pratt went to New England to do since he lost and Seahawks lost. But then the other Evans said, "I'll come to Seattle too, and we'll we'll see the kids, your kids, you know." Yeah. Well, that's that like, dude. That dude does. He goes like uh, oh, every week. He goes to the uh, kids' hospital and visits the kids in the cancer ward and all that. Well, that's like so he's a pretty, uh, pretty like stand up guy. That uh, wrestler John Cena. He is always big into the, like I yeah, think Make a Wish yeah. and mm-hmm. always visiting hospital. Have you seen hospitals. that this stuff online? I think it's John Cena. All his wrestling moves are transposed on all these fail videos. Yeah, where he jumps yeah, yeah. up and like crushes their head into the cement and stuff, <laughs> and they fall off their skateboard. <laughs> I just saw that the other day. I thought that was that's pretty funny and a very unique idea. Somebody was really stoned when they came uh, up. Did with that. Did y'all see that the other day uh, um, on YouTube? Um, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme uh, did a whole bunch of hokey, uh, cheesy uh, green screen sessions where he's like shooting a gun in front of a green screen, yeah. and it's free to use, and people can just use it and mix in their own <laughs> videos. And he's acting like a total dork. <laughs> it is the best because it's just all these little clip cuts of him like shooting a machine gun. And I tell and you, saying, somebody, I will get them. <laughs> I tell you, somebody I used to loathe, and I, I don't think maybe Universal Soldier is the only. Of his movies I've ever watched all the way through. Yeah. Um, but someone who I think at the time took himself very seriously as like Dolph him. Lundgren? No, John Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Was uh, took himself very seriously. Thought he was a Hollywood badass and you know blah blah blah. And now in retrospect, if you've ever seen VDM VNDM, yeah, his making his movie making fun of himself essentially and like the stuff you're doing. It seems like now he gets it. Yeah, like yeah. I'm just a guy and I was in these movies and it's no big deal and like let's have fun with the rest of this stuff. Yeah, know? well, he had a very he had a super rocky career, a lot of issues and early and yeah, he sort of I think 
from what I've gathered, it it seems like he sort of fell in love with himself. And yeah, the, yeah, the stardom, yeah. And the, very, and the very big headed, and and now, yeah, it's like Mike Mike Tyson. Basically, I mean, Mike Tyson, he was pretty, pretty horrible person. Yeah, when he was younger, and now he's. Have you guys seen his HBO thing? Yeah, tell what's it called? Tell it tells it like it is, or something like S- something, something like that, along yeah. those lines. I thought I thought it was pretty funny because he was just making fun of himself the entire time. Yeah, and he's he's you know he sort of turned that turned that corner, and he can at least look back at the stuff he did, some pretty horrible stuff. And he sort of came come to terms with it, and yeah. he had a, he had like a really hard childhood growing up, and it's you know it's it's good to see why that doesn't atone for any of that stuff, you know it that he's able to recognize it and move past it, and have some peace, a little bit more peace later on, you know, yeah, because he blew a lot of money. I have so much he, mint he, in my Moscow meal. It's, I, it's like a salad now that I'm down at the bottom of it. Well, that's the beauty of it. You can now have a salad. Uh, You're always asking me to make salads. Vodka-infused salad. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's an amazing thing. Did the liquor-infused salads. <laughs> that, that way, the soccer mom can eat and get hammered at the same time. Exactly. Did you did you I mean, find a devil's egg? at the, A deviled egg? At no, the, no. A devil's God. egg. A devil's egg. The devil's, devil's egg. egg. She's the devil's egg. <laughs> She has been called that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> true that. Very much so. So, yeah. So, uh, what? So, yeah, like True true Blood, that, to me, that's the thing I'm current, we're currently on. You're binge-watching right. Yeah, we're currently Blood. in the middle of that. I'd, I'd burned through, like I said uh, a few months back, burned through The Office. I really recommend that. It's really funny. Uh, what is his name? Steve Carroll? Is that? Is yeah, Steve Michael Carell. Scott? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you kidding I just say the big red candle. That guy? Is that him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is so cringe, cringe-inducing in that show. Oh, he's uh, oh, we we've we used to watch it when it was on, you yeah. know. And you know, with Ginger being an HR, he's like the an HR nightmare. You know, it, oh. makes, it used to make me uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. watching it. it. It was it was like. Ooh. Well, I think that's Ooh. why I avoided the American version because Ricky Gervais was so good on the British version, and he's totally cringeworthy. <clears throat> and the BBC allows him obviously to be a little bit more risque. Yeah, more Speaking crass. of dildos, like my favorite scene <laughs> from the BBC version is when <clears throat> they plant a dildo on his desk, and he has this uh, big auditor coming in for the office corporate and make sure they're doing all their stuff the way they're supposed to. Right. And he's flipping through his paperwork and flips some paperwork over and there's this huge dildo in his hand or on his desk. So he, without missing a beat, grabs it and it's one of these that like swivels and turns. <laughs> and Omnidirectional. <laughs> yeah, he goes out into the sales floor and it's really very same setup as the American version. Goes out on the sales floor and is holding it in his hand with it going off. And I was watching this before work one day on uh, Netflix. And it's just going and twisting and doing this thing. And he's like, who dildo is this? It's so funny. Literally crying, tears down my face. And um, his uh, boss is right there. Um, asking, you know, and he's trying to show like he's got this big thing and he's going to get to the bottom of this and who's planted this. And it's just so horrifying and twisted. And he's, he's just so, uh, you know, doesn't realize what, how awkward the situation is. He's just in charge and he's going to figure out who's done right. this to him. He's getting out of the bottom of the dildo, the, the most dildo cring- gate. The, the most cringe worthy uh, episode of the American office is when Michael J. Scott promised that, uh, School of underprivileged children 
that he would, if they made it all the way through high school, that he'd pay for their college education. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, years later, I guess he forgot about it. And uh, they uh, called him on it. Yeah. And what happened in that episode, and it was just made you just want, oh, I just want to shut off the TV. No, i got to watch and see what happens. I just want to yeah. shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> the, the uncomfortable part of it, like you just can't watch, is definitely yeah. one of the better aspects. So the BBC, and that's what I've heard, too, about the American version. Yeah, uh, It's difficult. It's a story about Steve Carell. The Carell. Yeah. Carell. Carell, whatever. Carell. Carell. I call him Carell. Amy? Is he Paul Canadian? Calls him, Paul calls him Carell. <laughs> no. no only only on Fridays. He's American. <laughs> Amy was in the airport, and he was in the like a one of those news stands, and he was on the lower part, and she was up above him looking for something, and it fell off, and it kind of fell like on his head and over. And she looked over, and she's like, "Oh shit, this is Steve Carell," and she's like, looks down, and she goes, "Being short sucks." <laughs> That's the only <laughs> thing she can think of to say. Nice, I like it. Uh, funny. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she. We should. We hope it would have been nice if she could have confirmed if it's Carol or Carell. <laughs> yeah, is it Carol? We'll ask. In addition to, I think hey, it's Carell. I think that's I how think people refer to him. Yeah, I yeah. think it's it Carell. Yeah. I no idea. I intentionally mispronounce people's names for years, and then I then I start to think like, is that really how it how it is? Miller, Mueller, 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 Brain, sort of Brian. For sure, Brain. I, my <laughs> cocktail is done. Do we need to make another uh, round? I'm, I'm still. Uh, here's my... the problem. We're gonna have to go to something else because yeah, I'm all out of We have to go to. Well, I have drink. all kinds of something else. So the beer fridge is loaded. Okay. The bar has whiskey, rum, vodka, tequila. Um, and you know how Ron tells the story. It's gonna take thirty-five no. minutes to set up <laughs> his. This show. Yeah, forty-five minutes into it, we're just like, tell us what fucking show it is. <laughs> Just now, tell us. The setup. Just tell me the ending. Tell me the ending. Let's get it over with. I don't care. Love you, honey. Ginger, will you wake up, Paul? (laughs) Tug on the beard. Paul, will you wake up? Oh, a callback. (laughs) Callback earlier to the um, the show that uh, Jessica Alba was in. That was Dark Angel. We were trying to think of. Oh, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't Sin City. Was that her? Sin City. Yeah, she was in the movie Sin City. I guess both of them. The, the, oh, the okay. newest one and the older one. Oh, are you talking? It was a TV show, not yeah, a movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was back around oh, 99, 2000. It, uh, oh, never, okay. Before and I had to step out for a minute. And one last thing I wanted to say about True Detective. Sorry. Oh uh, yes. I digress. Um, I I didn't want to mention that show because it's still on, and I'm really, really, extremely nervous about the new characters because you know it's not the same it's yeah. not them Each again season, it's in a, it's in a new town a new story and i'm that seems like a hard act to follow yeah especially really yeah. with it being they set the bar so, pretty darn high yeah when they when you when you have that much success and then you tamp it's like tampering with the formula right and that's going to be interesting if they can meet that bar. it could be a major blow up it could be but i think they expect that too i think they, they i think they know that so they're i don't know i'm i'm really i was hesitant to even mention that but no, you're you're not the first person I've heard say that. I haven't even watched the show, but I know that I've read in some yeah. online stuff. I think that you would people love are worried. About. Yeah, the, you would love <coughs> cast number two. Yeah, they're going to come back in and go. <clears throat> thanks for fucking it up for us. And, and and one other thing, tell the story. One of the best stories, Woody Harrelson's the whole 
line that <laughs> you say every once in a while. I can't, re- I can't ever say because I can't my, recall exactly. F- there's two favorite parts I have of True Detective. It's not giving away anything about the plot or whatever. There's two lines there that are, I love that are awesome. Well, one is when Woody Harrelson's telling about his, uh, he's telling the boys in the police station about his um, having sex with his college girlfriend. And did not know that his, he says he's telling the story, he goes, I didn't, didn't know that her roommate came into the room uh, <laughs> while we were having sex. And he goes, how I knew that she was in the room was suddenly she stuck her finger in my butthole <laughs> and sent me through the room. And, and then he, they all laughed and everything. And he goes, and now I can't live without it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hooked. I'm in. It is the whole thinking of you know, yeah. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. She must have. She must have roomed with Carrie Russell. <laughs> but yeah, the way he delivered it and everything was just awesome. That's my very very favorite line in that. And the next one is when he's talking. Uh, it's uh, him and and Rust in the car. Rust Cole and, and Matthew McConaughey's character and Woody Harrelson's character. They're driving and and. Woody, at this point, I can't remember where, what's what episode it's in, but he's kind of lamenting the fact that he may not, he may be a little uh, morally bankrupt, or he has some issues, some moral Slightly. issues. Yeah, he has some slight moral <laughs> issues, and he's like, and he goes, um, and he asks Russ a couple questions, and then he's and his one that kind of brings out the cool line is, you know, am I a bad man, or you know, are we bad, are we bad men? I can't remember if it's I or we, but are we bad men. And then yes. Russ is up missing the beat. <laughs> Russ is like. He goes, Marty. the The world needs bad men. We uh, we keep the other men, uh, the other bad men, from coming in the door. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> cool. And and how like he, uh, like the stuff that Russ does is he breaks every law, essentially. You know, to to pursue it <clears throat> goes way outside again and again for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's not just a line he's putting out there. He's yeah. like, that's mm-hmm. how he's living his life. That's why he's living yeah. the life of this monk because he's he doesn't have any trappings of a normal life because he ha- is devoted to this life of catching cr- criminals and, and murderers. And that's like, like I am a <clears throat> massive sucker for the uh, show that's about the world wary uh, police officer who just can't give up, can't turn in the badge, can't find another career, probably isn't the best cop at this point. But still has to pursue because they see their life's goal and mission um, as this this gatekeeper, right? Between the people that are just trying to leave, live their lives and the people that <clears throat> are trying to come in and take advantage of the system and, and rob and murder people. Like if you probably haven't seen uh, Wallander, which is um, Keith, uh, Kenneth Branagh does that on uh, BBC. That. And it's a remake of a, a show called Wallander. I think it's Swedish, um, but I may get beginning that You're wrong. You're talking about Lilyhammer, are you? No. no. Oh, gosh. No, no I saw I saw. A I watched of, 10 minutes of Lilyhammer. I, I, I saw out. like two episodes and I said, click. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was, I was out on that. Yeah. Um, but it, Wallander is the guy's name. So it's actually Kenneth Branagh. They go back and they shoot it in Sweden. I think it's Sweden. In the fjords. <clears throat> in the fjords. Fjord fjords with the moose. Um, but the, but, was, but it's very much it's very similar character to the Rust character where he has <clears throat> he's lost his wife his kid barely talks to him um, his, he's estranged from his parents because his his dad's a, a famous like a painter and he's a detective that's all he knows <clears throat> he li- he take, doesn't take care of himself li- his life is shambles 
but all day long, every day, probably 23 hours a day, his driving force is to catch killers. He's very tortured and all this stuff really gets to him. So it's not even like angsty, he's the angsty yeah, teenager. It's not even like he's the guy that does the job and like none of it gets in. Like everything he does and sees like totally gets in and destroys his soul, but he can't turn away from it. He can't do it because he's got this kind of guiding principle like, well, if I don't do it, then who, who else does it? And I'm really good at it. And even though it destroys me day by day by day, I, I continue to do it. I would highly recommend watching Wallander. And Kenneth Branagh is amazing, right? I mean, yeah. you may or may not think so, but... Is this um, uh, Netflix? It was on Netflix, um, it's BBC. <clears throat> I oh, would okay. imagine it's still on there. I think it's only two episodes or two two seasons. Uh, most tough. of the BBC stuff does. Uh, they only do like six episodes a season, right. and I think they're mini movies. They're like an hour and a half long, and every one of them is based on one of these Wallander books that some dude in Sweden wrote. Um, I tried. I can't do this anymore. Uh, where you watch foreign stuff and read it and watch the, I can't do it anymore. I'm like out. If it's like subtitles, I just can't do it. I'm lazy. Um, used to, I would watch foreign movies all the time and subtitle it and kind of force my way through it, but I'm so lazy now. I need to be spoon fed. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's still available on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's worth, that's worth checking out. Cause the cinema, you would love it from cinematography shot wise the effects that they use on 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 the shots and stuff you you would love that aspect of it as well yeah because like i was saying before is that an hour and a half of a time investment i mean that's should i spend an hour just looking at the 500 titles i have on netflix (laughs) and then i have 30 minutes to just burn an episode trying to figure out what to watch yeah it's an hour and a half uninterrupted non-commercials that's makes a huge difference too yeah yeah Yeah. that's i mean this whole idea of of binge watching is that it's not the way the traditional media had thought that these were going to be consumed. Uh, there, people are consuming things like a movie, you know, right. like mm-hmm. committing two hours to watch like four episodes or, or of something. And it, like Ginger was saying, you know, you want to watch more and more, I almost well, think, and more. And Netflix makes it so easy with their oh, like twenty yeah. second gap, you know, countdown. You know, yeah. ne- ne- next episode's queued up for you. It's coming in twenty seconds, yeah. and it's like you know, you have to like almost like physically like jump up and like, okay, wait a minute, I got to stop this if to stop watching. Otherwise, it just flows into the next one, and you can just keep. And on then, going. like three hours later, it says, "Are you still watching?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and you have you ever stopped and talked to people? There are a ton of people who binge watch. <clears throat> There's oh, a yeah. lot of people out there, like Amy and Paul, they do it all the time. Yeah, well, I think that that's why Netflix was so like, it's no big deal. We're just going to load them all up uh, anyway on all the original stuff that they've done. Because, number one, that's functionally how their system works anyway. A whole season comes on there all at one time. Right. But I think that <clears throat> they have access to everything you do on your DVR. And they know, I think, that most people don't sit down every week and watch what's DVR'd on there. They'll catch, they do catch-ups. Okay, mm-hmm. look, I'm busy, busy, busy. Right. I got four hours. I'm going to burn through four hours of Castle or whatever else I've got DVR'd. I mean, so I think they know that. That's why anybody's doing it anyway. So why well, fight it? And that's yeah. And this is the norm now. And uh, th- this is the last season of Parks and Recreation, and they run two new episodes a week, back to back. So they're it's like a little mini binge every week. Yeah. It's just like oh well, they're twenty four minute episodes. I think that's what twenty two twenty four. Uh, but they they're back to back. So you might as well watch them both. Yeah, and so like with. Oh, what's the political one on Netflix? Like oh, House of Cards. House yeah, of Cards, House of Cards. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I've watched both seasons of that, that, and it's like it, it's you, wait, it you is, wait, you wait, you wait. Kevin Spacey. It is really good. But it, that, that was really, I think, the first one that they threw everything out there. It's mm-hmm. like a ri- original deal, and everything's out there all at once. Um, and they put it out there, and like two days later, I'm done. And I'm like, I have to wait. 13 episodes, right? Yeah. And, well, uh, Netflix, as uh, I just read yesterday, <laughs> is going to be <laughs> investing something like $5 billion in new content. That new, sounds like a lot of money. New original content. That is a huge, yeah, huge amount. I believe they're taking on debt to service. Yeah, that. they're massively debt. They're they. That's why their stock gets hit so hard because yeah. they have such a debt encumberment. Well, especially this year because they just recently announced what their plan was and they took a little. Yeah, bank. but they've got that, that. I think that's the thing. The the way forward, with Amazon, and that's what I'm going to talk about here, and has done some really cool things in the last couple years around original content um i think that the original content providership thing that they're going to do is definitely the way forward for them but i I think if they don't do it they're never going to capture enough market share to really at the end of the day be players right to compete with cable systems and all that stuff yeah they have to be able to they can't rely on other people's content yeah content is king or whatever the thing is they have to have their own well and you look at any any company like um Let's say Disney. They have don't completely... Say, don't say Disney. I will say Disney. They have, love them or hate them, they have captured a ton of media and with their acquisition of the Star Wars property, Marvel. Um, no, of, the IPs that they control? Oh, it's, it's just dumb. It, it, and, they, and they are going to uh, wring every cent out of it, and they know how to do it. I hope they do. Yeah. I hope Star Wars doesn't suck. Oh, you Damn, well, better else. not. You and everybody else. All right. I need another cocktail, so we're going to have to take a break. Okay. All right. All right.
Anybody watching Banshee? No. Is so, that good? No, I don't know. I just really like the guy that's the main character in that. Is he hot? Uh, yeah, he's cute, yeah. but it's not why I like him. Well, okay, come Liar. on. Hello, I like, Hello I guys. Like <laughs> Hello, I guys. can like people because they're not hot, by the way. It's not, true. Not, okay. Um, just not in that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I just yeah. wouldn't. Just I would like them. I wouldn't bit. think anything good about them. I am not hey, that shallow. If you're, if you're, you. if you're not hot, you've been friend zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or worse. Um, hey, Brian, before you get rolling, uh, that show you was ta- uh, that show before you okay. get rolling on something else. Uh, what was you ta- that show? Longmire. 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 Yeah. Uh, could you talk a little bit about that? I thought that sounded. <clears throat> um, so it is. Uh, Awesome. Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I'm there. in. So hot. Katie Sackhoff. <laughs> Katie Sackhoff. Yeah. So hot. That's, some, what, that's some why pe- you're in. Some some people like the sack on. I like the sack off. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, next rule. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> it's a great mix. If you think of like old Gary Cooper westerns. Oh, yeah. Um, just the very upstanding... Uh, Western guy that's going to do the right thing no matter what. Sort of the high noon, sort of. Yeah. Um, and then you mix in a lot of personality flaws, a lot of tragedy in his life. Brokeback Mountain. Not that. <laughs> not, not that tragic. Not that that's tragic. That was tragic. I can't, I can't quit you. Yeah. He's not that kind of cowboy. Um, <laughs> but he does have his, have his chaps. If you're into there. that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, yeah. So, the... Uh, but he's... You know, which starts off... It, it, I, like, here's one thing I like about shows. I like a show to start, which what which is... It feels like it's in the middle of the story. Right. You know what I mean? And then you, and there's you're all this, catch up with all it. this backstory stuff that you learn or whatever. Like, it's just not like, oh, you know, once upon a time and then goes on from there. It's just like you're on chapter 10 and that's where they start telling you stuff. That's very good about that. And But it, he, he's a kind of a really stand-up, wholesome guy that is on the, in the um, fringes of the uh, of the country. You know, he's in, I think the show is supposed to be in Idaho. It's based on the Longmire mysteries sort of very um, rugged rugged area rugged area kind of fighting the encroachment of you know modernity and stuff like that so was there was there any indians with tears in there there are indians real indians not not italians not italian not sicilians playing in america there's no mobbed up (laughs) indians in this (laughs) well unless they're in casinos then there's a casino as well um but it uh it's really good and it got canceled and netflix picked it up and what, so now it's a Netflix original. Two seasons? Three, I think. Three. I, I, once again, I, I don't want to beat the dead Amazon horse, but I go look for it after we talked about it on Amazon. You can buy it. You go over to Netflix. It's, you're it's, already paying. Thanks. <laughs> you're yeah, here. It's there. Have you started to watch it at all? Uh, no, not yet. I'm going to yeah. watch the episode tonight. You'll like it. Darius and I really love it. And yeah. Dar- like the day it got canceled, the day they released, the information you? came out, Darius and I were texting. Back and forth. Oh my god! Did you see it? And I was just like, I, I thought I think Netflix will pick it up. It's that good. I think. And then like two weeks later, Netflix announced that they were gonna. Well, I think they're gonna just much like they did the Killing. They're gonna pick it up because I'm sure it's been very popular on Netflix. Oh, the Killing. Uh, we watched. We invested a lot of time into that, <laughs> and it's like 
would you please just catch the motherfucker? <laughs> well, I'm okay because I watch a lot of the BBC stuff that I watch never has resolution in season one. Season The season one to two transition is the midpoint of the story. So for me... Right. It wasn't that big of a deal. I understand, like a lot of people had issues with it, but it's like it was almost. It felt so like they were taking so long. It was like it was happening in real time. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah. it was like yeah. oh my god, it's cinema verte. Uh, yeah, exactly. With no editing. Uh, the uh, the interesting thing, character wise, about that uh, the female cop in the killing uh, is that she her character. I noticed it. I was like, man, what sh- what is she doing that is catching my attention? She doesn't turn her neck when she when she she doesn't turn her head. She turns her body. If you say something to her, she sort of turns the whole torso. And I, I caught on to that. I, I knew something Who is was that? happening. This is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcasting system. This is only a test. Unfortunately, we did experience some technical difficulties during the recording of our first podcast. Uh, Paul, uh, who had one too many Moscow mules, tripped and fell into all of the recording equipment, knocking it to the ground, and thus ended the recording of the first podcast. Just kidding. Uh, We ran out of memory on the recorder. So we will see you next time. We promise not to let Paul get too out of control. Until then, this is BingeWatchPodcast.com. (laughs) 